You're listening to My Sister Says with Amy, Aaron, and Carly. It's just something to listen to. This is the second episode in a three-part series on creativity. Last month, we covered the origins and purpose of creativity, and this week, we're going to be tackling the darker side. That's right. We're talking about fears and creative blocks. But first, before we get into the darkness, let's catch up on our current projects. Um, Amy, what have you been working on lately? Um, I don't have a lot of new projects. I have been continuing with crochet. Um, I wrote a poem this month that was very outside of my norm. Amy shared this poem on our Instagram. I did. It was collective. Yes. Mm -hmm. It was very exciting. That was something. It's Mm -hmm. not like a super exciting poem, but... I mean, it, it was different for you. It doesn't yes. have to be exciting, but it was um, accurate. It was about nature, man. Yeah, it was man. very nice. It was. You yeah. were talking Changing about... Changing seasons. Mm-hmm. Seasons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I was pretty proud of myself because I don't consider myself a poet. I was um, proud of you, too. That seemed yeah. like it was kind of out of your normal comfort zone. Yeah. And we yeah. know mm-hmm. you're into comfort crafts. <laughs> I know. That's a throwback listen, to listen to last week. <laughs> For last month. <laughs> um, I did do another kind of more in my comfort zone thing. I made a meal planning planner page oh, yes. mm-hmm. set thing. Um, Saw that. I've always enjoyed making planner pages and yeah. like worksheets and like back when I was a teacher, I felt like that was one of the things I was best at was making the worksheets and the handouts mm. so they looked nice <laughs> and were easy to understand and stuff. So that's why I'm not still a teacher because you need a lot more skills than that. But um, I feel like organization, though, really is a bit of an art form, especially for you. But I think we mm-hmm, all have mm-hmm. like an inclination to, you know, try to get things to look nice and organized and pretty before we actually mm-hmm. start stuff. <laughs> yes, yes, I do so a lot that- That's a big thing for me. And I've learned that that's pretty important for me because like I I homeschool my kids and I've learned that if I do not have my space already ready to Mm -hmm. do the school parts, like if I don't have all of the things, you know, in a certain spot, if I don't have uh, materials easy to access and get to, then I have a much harder time actually following through on my different plans. So the physical space of like where things are happening and how I'm kind of moving through that is, does have a big effect on how productive I can actually be. So I made myself a pretty planner page so I can better plan meals. Very nice. It was really nice. It looked good. Thanks. Very professional. Mm -hmm. Um. So I have been, this month, I've really been drawn towards taking more photos. I've been doing a lot of that. I haven't posted a lot of it on our shared page, um, but I posted one picture that I really liked of a horse. 
Mm-hmm. That was a good one. Yeah, that was <laughs> um, nice. But I think it's just like fall with all the changing colors and leaves and stuff. I keep like going outside and being like, oh, I need to take a picture of this. And so I've kind of been wandering around at work. And I went on a little trip this week to Shaker Village. Mm. Oh. And I saw a lot of pretty things there. So I'll be posting those on my personal page. And then that'll probably be my next post on the Coos Collective as well. One of those shots. Um, I think last time we did this podcast, I said I was going to be getting my place in order and making it look nice. Well, I did that a little bit. And then it got all trashed up again. (laughs) 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 Happens way too much. I'm so bad at keeping my space nice. But I did add some things to it. Carly, you were over here the other day. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Did you notice any changes to my house? I did. I noticed you put up a lot more things on your walls. Yes. And you Mm -hmm. added some some decor, some mirror. I noticed you had a lot of mirrors. Um, yes, I got another mirror. I got one new mirror and one mirror that I got like two years ago. And it's just been sitting on the floor in a corner for the whole time I've been here. (laughs) So I finally got that hung up. I have a friend who came over and helped me hang things up because obviously I don't get around to that when it's up to me. So Mm -hmm. thankfully now I have things, more things on my walls, just about getting rid of all the trash, stuff like that. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, maybe I'll have another update on, you know, my home looking better at some point. Yeah. Maybe that's for next time. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I've been taking pictures and that's great. And I'm doing a really good job. Yeah. yeah. Good job. That is good. <laughs> All right, Carly. <laughs> I feel like I haven't done much in the past month. I've also been very inspired by fall though. The thing, the few things that I have done have been very oh, fall yes. themed. Mm-hmm. And one night I was looking at Pinterest and I saw a bunch of drawings of fall inspirations. So I was like, I want to draw fall things. So then I did. And then I made a little, uh, like a garland out of them. Or what? I don't know what you call it. Yeah, it's yeah, garland. garland. A garland with little mugs and leaves and things. Yes. Just because. <laughs> it's very cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I haven't been, I haven't done any big projects or anything. Just small. I will say you posted another thing on our page of your table at home. Mm-hmm. And I went over to your house one night and had dinner over there. And I mm-hmm. noticed that your table was looking good. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, like, it was, a little, like a plaid scarf on there. And then yeah. she had all her fruit and vegetables were like arranged on a plate. Yeah, wow. I have them out on a plate. Fancy. That's usually how I have them. Very nice. So I don't forget that I have them. Yeah, but like this time it, rot. <laughs> it didn't look like you had just thrown them on there. They looked like arranged. Mm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't think I did that on purpose, but. Well. I mean, it probably it just came out of you nice. naturally. Nine nat- yeah, wanting things to look nice. Mm-hmm. Even my fruits on a plate. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I haven't been doing too much. But what I have been doing is very seasonal. Been inspired by the season. Fall had a really good fall season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been looking really good outside for like three straight weeks at yeah, least. It's mm-hmm. been like good weather too, like fall temperatures yeah i feel oh, like I last fall it wasn't as colorful yeah I felt I like it was, it was kind yeah. of a kind of a dull fall so this has been a good fall yeah mm-hmm. all right so 
That's what we've been into. If anybody wants to see this stuff, again, we're on Instagram. That's Coos Collective. That's K U S S C O L L E C T I V. And yeah, also, I totally spelled all that out of my brain and I wasn't looking at our page right now. <laughs> also, if you all who are listening are working on things, you should post it and tag us. So we oh can know what you're goodness. working on. We can That's all good idea. inspire each other. That's right. Yeah, we need some more inspiration. So we, do, we need yeah. we need friends and listeners. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we need to support involved, each other, people. <laughs> All right, so let's get down to it. It's a pretty scary topic today. We're talking about fears. Mm -hmm. Um, We've got a lot to go through, but thankfully, Elizabeth Gilbert comes through again. She's so helpful. (laughs) We really like this book, Big Magic. It's been around for a while, so it's not like some new thing, but but still, a lot of good stuff in there about creativity. I I haven't read this book. You That's two fine. have, but I, I mean, it, it just hasn't been for anybody out there. <laughs> it hasn't been around like forever. It's maybe like four or five years old or something. But anyway, a lot of good stuff in it. And um, she did a great job of listing a whole bunch of fears that creative people have. So um, I don't want to read all of these. So I'm going to no, leave that to it's a It's a list of 26. Okay, yeah. Is there anything that is not uh, what you selected for yourself that you feel like needs an honorable mention before we get down to our personal, the things that hit us the most? Okay. 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 Um, I mean, I think these are all very common fears and a lot of them have to do Mm -hmm. with kind of lack, doubting your own ability Mm -hmm. to do things. I feel like that's very, very common, very normal. Mm -hmm. And it comes in a lot of, forms but um a lot of them seem to come down to that idea of like i can't i'm not actually able Mm -hmm. to do as well as i want to be able to do sort of thing Mm -hmm. all right so amy yes any of the fears that you saw on this list have you already just taken care of and you knocked it out of the park you're like i'm not afraid of that anymore (laughs) well i wouldn't say that i've knocked any out of the park um, I identified with a lot of them. I counted and I, there were like 15 of them that I was like, yes, I, I, I know what that is like. I have felt that fear before, mm-hmm. but, um, one that I feel like I am doing better on that used to be a big block for me was the one that says, um, you're afraid you don't have the right kind of workspace or financial freedom or empty hours in which to focus on invention or exploration. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's something I felt a lot during my life. Like I would often feel like, oh, I just don't have the space to, to do arts and crafts or I don't have the time to do these projects that I want to do. And um, that was definitely a big excuse for why I didn't do things. But mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, and we actually have a podcast about this, when I did the 100 Days Project, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is like an Instagram thing. Lots of people join in. You could just kind of tag the 100 Days Project, but it's a commitment to do do something creative every day for 100 straight days. And so I did this a couple of years ago by doing watercolor paintings. Like I just painted a small six uh, watercolor painting of a plant every day for a hundred days. And um, 
it was through doing that project that I kind of realized that I can make the time for creativity if it's something that I decide to prioritize. Mm -hmm. And um, obviously I have to be mindful of the amount of time that I can take, but you can do small, small things mm-hmm. um, every day and actually accomplish stuff. And I was doing this project when I had, I mean, I have three little kids, but when I was doing it, I had even littler kids mm-hmm. that took a lot of time and energy and I was often very tired. Um, but I was able to complete the 100 paintings of flowers and mm-hmm. I feel like that has helped me understand that even though I still feel like I don't have a lot of time for projects, it's helped me recognize that I can do little bits at a time. I can find Mm -hmm. little pockets of time during my day. I don't necessarily have to use that as an excuse for not doing something. I just have to be a little more creative in how I get around to those projects or Mm -hmm. how I... um, how I approach them. So Mm -hmm. I think that was a big eye opener for me, just in terms of knowing that it's something that I, that I can do and that I don't need to give up as easily just because I don't have a block of like three or four hours every afternoon to sit down and focus. Like that is not going to happen for me anytime soon, but I can Mm -hmm. still do creative projects. So yeah, I feel like, um, cause we all tried to do that project and I did pretty, I did a pretty good job one year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it was the same year you were doing the watercolors. Um, your watercolors were really good. They were. And, Thank you. I mean, I know we talked about how you're good at watercolor painting last <laughs> week, but I'm still just like, that's when you started to learn that craft, right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did poems when I was, whatever that was, but I was also traveling at the same time. And Mm -hmm. we talked about that on the podcast too, where that, Mm -hmm. that helped to inspire me. But, um, but you know, I was busy moving around and, you know, trying to take things in, but it was kind of a nice practice and almost like a, a meditative journaling kind of thing that, you know, once I dedicated like, you know, 10 to 20 minutes out of my day to it every day, then it didn't really seem like that much of a feat anymore. So mm-hmm. I do think that's a really good project for people who are having issues with, you know, thinking that they need to dedicate so much time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It often seems more daunting when you're planning something or trying to figure out when to do it than actually sitting down and doing it. Like once you've already carved out that time or know that project that you're going to do, Mm -hmm. then once you sit down to do it, you realize this doesn't take all the time in the world, you know? And I think the the good thing about that project is that like you go into it with the intention, you have to choose something that you're kind of going to focus on for the 100 days. So you're not sitting there like, well, I was inspired by something I saw or heard today, but how am I going to like, what am I going to do to get that down and remember it? Should I draw a picture? Should I write something? Mm -hmm. You know, if you already have it figured out, then that really helps. That's half the battle. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, Let's talk about me tackling a fear. Now, what did I decide? (laughs) So here's one that I feel like I have tackled. Um, 
you're afraid you neglected your creativity for so long that now you can never get it back. Mm-hmm. I've had some dark years where I'm just like, um, have I lost all of my creativity? Mm-hmm. Um, lots of ups and downs, you know, just trying to deal with the everyday stuff of life and then getting the soul sucked out of me and jobs that I don't really enjoy and just feeling like a husk of a human. <laughs> <laughs> but um, over time, I started to realize that, you know, there are just waves that you go through in life. Mm-hmm. and. Sometimes you're not as inspired as other times, and then you'll have a burst of creativity. And that's usually how it happens for me. I'll have moments in my life where I'm just inspired to do a whole lot, and I'll do as much as I can, and then try to make it more of a practice while I'm in that moment so that I can carry it through when I'm not feeling quite as inspired, but still want to do something. Mm -hmm. So I think especially even this year, I've done a lot better job of, you know, just trying to get in the zone even when I'm not feeling it at first because mm-hmm. um, I mean definitely the whole quarantine season has helped out with that where it's just like I need something to do yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. I might as well try to paint something mm-hmm. try to write something um but yeah I think that's something that I have gotten over so it's not really going to be a stumbling block going forward where I'm like I've just lost it forever yeah because I've been through enough of those periods where I know it's going to come back at some point yeah Mm -hmm. well I feel like you have always been very creative like even like pretty young you were into Mm -hmm. creative things Oh, yes. You know, so you've had more time to kind of have those ups and downs. I feel like I didn't really get into creative um, projects and, you know, consider myself a person who pursued creativity until I was older, like out of college and, you know, those kinds of things, because I was always very, uh, you know academically focused and felt like I needed to do those things. You yeah, know, everybody, she was yeah. a valedictorian. <laughs> <laughs> a lot um, of good that, that did me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I definitely have always had that kind that thing where, you know, I'm like, Oh, this is my purpose in life. I have to be a creative artist, artistic being mm-hmm. or else I'm not fulfilling my destiny. Of course, I've kind of chilled out a little bit. On <laughs> Just to not put too much pressure on myself there's I mean I think that also like adds to the whole you know oh no I've I've lost it kind of thing if you have that much pressure on yourself then it's a lot easier to freak out when you're not feeling inspired um so that has also helped me to kind of get over that block and just realize I'm just a person I like doing the creative stuff it's you know what I do in life But, Mm -hmm. you know, nothing is going to collapse if I spend a few months not doing anything creative. It's going to be fine. Yeah. Yeah. My turn? Yeah. Mine that I chose was, you're afraid somebody will steal your ideas, so it's safer to keep them hidden forever in the dark. I feel like I have the opposite of that. Like, if I think of a good idea, I'm like, oh, no, somebody's going to take this, so I need to do that. Yeah, but I often yeah. don't actually do it. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> but I'm not do it, not doing it because I think, oh no, I need to keep it to myself because I think someone's going to take it from me. Yeah, yeah. Often, like I should do this because somebody else is probably going to do this because it's a good idea. Yeah, that's a better way to think of it. 
I've like had moments before where, I mean, obviously not the same exact idea has transpired in someone mm-hmm. else's life, but somebody will like a movie will come out and it's a, it's a concept that I've thought about, you know, right. writing something about. And I'm like, man, I should have written that down three years ago when I thought of it. Yeah. Uh, Cause yeah, people do share a lot of the same ideas. They do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or they don't even, I mean, it just happens upon Mm-hmm. strangers in different lands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Part of me is like, I feel like an idea comes to somebody and the first person to like act on it will be the one to achieve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, the fruition yeah. of that idea. It's like a competition. <laughs> like somebody else out there has got this idea too. But, but yeah, the idea of like people taking your ideas or like once you throw an idea out there that somebody else is going to hear it and grab it and use it before mm-hmm. you get to, mm-hmm. that's something that I used to worry about a little bit too. And then I went, I had, I took a writing class, a script writing or a screenwriting class and they talked about that a lot in there because we had to share our ideas with the group. So everybody had to tell their ideas for their movies and people were really hesitant about it because, you know, we're in a group full of people who want to write movies and they're all right. telling each other their ideas. But, you know, the guy that was the the teacher of that group, he was like, so even if somebody did end up stealing your idea, you have to have the confidence that since you had such a good idea before, then you can have another one again and you can mm-hmm. keep coming up with new ideas. Mm-hmm. That's something that always kind of stuck with me where it's like, okay, so something else is off the table, but it's not like my brain just stopped working when that went away, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. yeah. I can still come up with good stuff. So mm-hmm. did you have more to say about people about conquering your fear, Carly? <laughs> not really. <laughs> Not really. I feel like I have more fears than what I've conquered. So that was one that stood out to me that I was like, I don't really identify with this one. I don't know if I've ever really had. I mean, I I have had people like take things that I've said and use it and say the same thing, but not say that. (laughs) Like in a corporate environment? (laughs) No, but you know, just like everyday life. I feel like that happened at school sometimes. I'm a quiet person. So people, you know. Somebody would be like the loudspeaker for yeah. me because it actually did happen this week at work. And I was like, hey, that was me. <laughs> that was me. Give me credit for that. <laughs> Laugh at my joke when I say it. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So now let's get down to it. What are the fears that you're still working on that it's like time to take care of? Mm. List all of them now. <laughs> Do I have to start with this one again too? Because I'm the oldest. Yeah, you always have to start. That's the order. Always you have, have to, to start. lead the way for us. We don't know what to do if you don't start. <laughs> okay. Well, there are a lot. Um, the one that I feel like has been kind of coming to the forefront for me a lot lately is. The one that says you're afraid there's no market for your creativity and therefore no point in pursuing it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this is especially strong for me because, I mean, it's not like I expect to make a ton of money off of my art necessarily. Like I don't expect to be like, you know, a best-selling author or a famous artist or anything like that. But 
I think, I don't know if this is just because I'm a mom. I don't know if it's because I'm a woman. I don't know if it's just me, but I often feel like I need to be spending my time on things that benefit my family, Mm -hmm. you know? So, um, So I often feel like, you know, I have ideas of things I want to do, but I feel like before I can sit down and work on those things, I need to, um, you know, make sure all the chores are done and I need to make sure that I, there's time to cook stuff and Mm -hmm. I have, you know, homeschooling my kids to do. And even if it's not a, not a homeschool day, I should still like spend time with my children. And, um, I just have a hard time justifying, sitting down and doing my own projects that are just, just fun for me. Yeah. If I don't feel like I can justify that there's, you know, some kind of good that everyone is going to get from it or, you know what I mean? So that's something that I have been thinking about a lot lately and trying to just get over I think I realize now that that's not the point of creativity and that it is good to do something for yourself. Not everything you do has Mm -hmm. to have a purpose or some kind of greater meaning, Mm -hmm. but um, it's still definitely like I find myself feeling, feeling responsible and feeling kind of guilty for not taking care of all of the other things going on in my life first, you know? Oh, that's for sure. Your mom guilt. Yeah. (laughs) I've heard this. I've heard this same thing from other moms before too. Mm -hmm. And I really think that like, here's something that I've heard in this discussion before that one thing that you can tell yourself because it's true about Mm -hmm. taking time for yourself is that your kids are going to see that. Right. And they're going to be like, look, my mom's being creative. I want to be like my mom. Mm -hmm. And they're going to be inspired to do their own things too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's good for your kids to see you taking care of yourself and doing the things that you want to do every now and then. Following your passions and doing Like I remember, I mean, we all probably remember my, our mom writes poetry and that she would mm-hmm. have days where she would lock herself in the bedroom and be like, leave me alone today. She'd be like, I'm yeah, working on my poem. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, yeah. mm-hmm. I like respect that term, that, though. that term peace and quiet was like nailed into our brains really early on. She was like, <laughs> I need peace and quiet. And nowadays, like, that's literally the reason why I went to Shaker Village. I needed peace and quiet from my dog. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah, it's a real thing. The problem with, like, like you said, I think, I think that is true that like, I mean, obviously, we have seen our mother and remember that, that she took Mm -hmm. time for her creativity. Mm -hmm. The problem is like, we didn't think of it in that way until we became adults, you know, like when we were little, (laughs) when we were little, we were not saying, I respect you, mommy, for locking (laughs) yourself in your room and not getting us any snacks. (laughs) No, we were, we didn't like that at all. Yeah. We never liked it. Like, why don't you play Barbies with me right now? (laughs) I want to do a Barbie fashion show. Yeah. So it's like, it like a lot of things in parenting, like the payoff doesn't come for a long time. Yeah. And yeah. so when you're in it and your kid is just sitting there like, mommy, I need you. Mm-hmm. Please, mommy. It's just, it, it, it makes it hard to remember yeah. that in the moment, you know? Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah. That's fair. That's true. <laughs> yeah. But, but 
But yes, someday. <laughs> someday they will they You'll will get remember. There. <laughs> We'll get there. Yeah. Well, you do have very creative kids. So I feel like they're already, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know how much of it is observing and how much of it is just, you know, that it's their, they got some kind of creative gene. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. But either way, you can thank yourself for that. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. And I mean, Chris, maybe, but <laughs> we know it too. <laughs> they get their tech savvy from him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. But yeah, I was even talking to Chris about this the other day and wondering if he had like similar feelings of like responsibility before taking a break or whatever. It wasn't necessarily attached to creativity, but it was like, it was a Saturday. And usually on Saturdays, he likes to like, truly rest and take a break Mm -hmm. and do something fun. Mm -hmm. And I usually have like 10 million ideas of like projects and things I want to catch up on. And here's, here's the thing I want to do. And here's another thing I want to do. You know, we were kind of talking about why we are so different in those (laughs) ways. And I was explaining to him like, well, I don't really feel like I can just like sit and read a book for a couple hours and um, you know, just ignore everything. I feel like if I, you know, I should be at least doing something kind of productive and I try to find something that I kind of have fun with doing that's productive. But, but he was saying, you know, he feels more like he knows that he's going to have to do different things during the week. And so this is his time to like recharge his energy. And he doesn't necessarily feel bad about doing that. He's like, I, I need to do this in order to be a functioning, happy person or none of you yeah. would want to live with me. So mm-hmm. that's also a great way to look at it. Right. Like, you don't want to be a monster because right. you're too stressed out all the time. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, there's definitely. But, yeah, I think there's definitely like some mom female oh, yeah. baggage mm-hmm. attached yes. to all that that I'm trying to like at least recognize I think mm-hmm. recognizing it is a big first step for me and, yeah. you know, hopefully get over eventually. Mm-hmm. Good. Yes. Yeah. On yeah. It. Yeah. We, yeah. that's good. Support you. We do Thank support you. you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So my thing, and I don't know if there's any solution to this, but one thing that I know I have to work on and that it's one of my biggest fears is that I am afraid that I don't have the right kind of discipline <laughs> to get things done. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that was 100%. One. Yeah. I like can't finish things. Mm. And it's always been a very big struggle for me. Even mm-hmm. the stuff that I do finish, I'm always like, eh, is that really done? <laughs> or do yeah. I need to go back and work on it later? Because hard for me to, you know, knock stuff out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know what the solution to that is. I just have to keep working on it. That's the most annoying thing is that, like, my biggest issues in every area of life have to do with willpower. And it's just like, oh, well, you have to just have more willpower. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. yeah. That is a hard but, one. But how? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think in some ways, like, the things that you don't finish, do you feel like it's bad that you haven't finished them? Like, is it, are you just, do you just feel bad about it because they aren't finished or is it because? Well, it kind of goes back to, there was something else. I mean, it kind of goes back to the thing that I said that I tackled. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe not, but like, I feel like if at some, at some point 
there's like a deadline on an idea. Like, yeah, it'll get to a point where I'm like, that is so far in the past when I had this and started Mm -hmm. this. Mm -hmm. And I've had so many ideas since then. You know, I just get sad that I didn't finish that when the time was mm-hmm. right. Like a lost of inspiration. Or yeah. Cause whatever. I don't know if I could ever really go back to it and make it what I originally intended for it to be yeah. like a lot of writings. I do this mainly with writing. Mm-hmm. That's the hardest thing is when you have a good idea, you jot down the initial thought, then maybe mm-hmm. you like can go back in and fill in some of the details, but it takes a really long time to get a piece of writing finished. And for yeah. like stories and I don't know, I've had so many idea outlines and stuff like that, that I just mm-hmm. like, they're dead in the water now because they're so yeah. old. Yeah. yeah. So I think the whole thing is just like, I have to keep going while the idea is still ripe in my brain. Mm-hmm for yeah. rots away yeah <laughs> well at least you're i mean to put a positive spin on it at least you are moving on with your new ideas when you have them yeah you know like some True. people would do that and then not start anything new because they mm-hmm. never finished the first thing i mean i guess that's fair mm-hmm. yeah so thanks you for know. that, that silver lining <laughs> I want to talk about one other fear that I've been thinking about a lot specifically this year and see if you guys feel the same way. It um, kind of goes along with um, the fear that you talked about, Amy. Where is this one? Hold on. I'm looking at the list right now. Uh, You're afraid your work isn't politically, emotionally, artistically Mm. important enough to change anyone's life. I feel like, especially this year, I feel like if I'm creating anything, if I'm just like painting a picture of a tree, is it doing anything for the world we live in? I don't think it is. And I wonder if like that's something that I should, you know. I've had mixed emotions about 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 everything that's happened this year. Like I, I think it's good, but at the same time, it does put a lot of pressure on people to like make sure what they are creating or even posting is like relevant to what's happening right then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. it, it's kind of, you don't want to seem like you're callous and uncaring yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, then it just makes your motivation seem untrue. Cause yeah. <laughs> you're doing it more for people's opinions rather than the actual, like genuine, mm-hmm. Yes, of it. Yeah, and it's a it's weird these days, just because like anything that you decide to make public and put online and have people look at, mm-hmm. you know, there's some kind of kind of gross culture of extra criticism these days, mm-hmm. <laughs> where it's yeah, just like toxic. somebody's gonna be out there thinking something, you know, like oh, this person is, you know, too self-indulgent or this person's Mm -hmm. not really like paying attention to what's really important right now. Mm -hmm. And that's also another thing that would make you just kind of crawl up in your little hole and not want to create anything. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's turned into like a weird criticism. Tornado. Yeah. (laughs) Criticism tornado. (laughs) Criticism tornado. (laughs) I don't know, guys. I'm trying. (laughs) (laughs) That's just what popped into my head. But um, yeah, so that's something that's kind of been bothering me a lot lately. And, you know, Mm -hmm. I do want to do things that are important and relevant. But at the same time, like, I also just want to practice art forms 
without worrying about that. Mm-hmm. And I think you have to, you have to figure out what's important to you and not just like what's everybody is talking about at that moment. Yeah. As yeah. well. So anyway, that's another, those two are pretty much been big thing. Discipline. And then am I doing anything for the world? (laughs) Yeah. But I also like, I have to keep in mind when I think about that specific question that a lot of the art forms that I'm interested in are the most personal ones where people are just being honest about, you know, their Mm -hmm. day-to-day life or their own individual, you know, struggles or achievements and stuff like that. I like to hear the very personal stories Mm -hmm. rather than somebody just like making a list of things that they're trying to be passionate about at that moment, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's the one thing that always kind of like brings me back to, yeah, it's okay if I just paint a picture of a tree. Yes. That's what I'm feeling today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Somebody out there is going to be like, oh, that's pretty cool. You did that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody else is going to be that like, oh, person, yeah, I like, I wanted to see a painting of a tree today. <laughs> that person who says that might just be the person looking back at me in the mirror. <laughs> the many mirrors that I have in my house now. <laughs> I'm really good at the full circle today. <laughs> yeah, good job. Good job. Right. <laughs> Thanks. Um, Carly, what's going it's, on? It's hard for me to pin down like one fear did any of them give you goosebumps when you read them you were like oh that's the one (laughs) not really one that's kind of might seem weird is I'm afraid I don't have the right kind of training or degree even though I do have a degree in graphic design (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. you're the only one with training (laughs) yeah definitely but I mean that's still I still feel like I'm not as good as other people like, I still yeah. feel like yeah. I don't know this skill or I, I don't know how they did that. Or this person is way more talented than I am. I think that goes back to the whole thing where, like, the more you know, the more you know, you don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah, because when, like, I show people that don't know anything about graphic design, like at work or something, something, they'll be like, oh, yeah, that's really good. And I'm like, all right. Okay, I sure. I know it's not that great, but... <laughs> Go to school, person. <laughs> Learn a little bit before you talk about me next time. <laughs> but, yeah, that's that's probably... And I've been... this. I think this is something I'm dealing with a lot at work, too, because I've been doing a lot of video editing and videography lately, and I don't have any training in that. Yeah. And so I've just been learning as I go. Especially when you get into stuff where you're using, you know, all those technical programs and mm-hmm. there's so many different options on there, ways to mm-hmm. edit things. Obviously, I have a lot of knowledge in it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you like cut up a video and yeah. you put it back together mm-hmm. again. There's a lot stuff of like that. A lot, of, a lot of different like, filters and things you can put on it. And yeah, and especially working at a church. There's a lot, there's, you deal with a lot of people and there are people that are actually trained in these things that Mm -hmm. attend the church. And you're like, uh, are they judging me? (laughs) Yeah. That was over. They're in the middle, they're in the middle of church and they're like, oh, who did this video? (laughs) (laughs) So bad. (laughs) In their prayers, they're like, dear Lord, please help Carly to learn more skills. (laughs) Can't handle it. learn. (laughs) So yeah, I do. I've dealt with that a lot. 
just like not feeling like I'm up to par. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that way about like visual arts when I'm doing like painting or drawing or something. I'm like, mm-hmm. I really oh, like yeah. should have taken more classes because mm-hmm. like there are certain things I'm still like, I'm not very good at like perspective. <laughs> Get somebody's arm all messed up. And I'm just like, yeah. why didn't I study more of this in school? <laughs> yeah, I've never been good at drawing, just like straight up sketching things to look realistic. Never been good yeah. at that. Yeah. No, I so feel all that. of those fears I agree pertain with that fear. to me. <laughs> but yeah, you definitely have more of a technical job, so that I would mm-hmm. be more concerned about it there as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I think yeah, and graphic design is pretty technical too when you mm-hmm. get into the nitty gritty. So that and then that takes you back, and then there's the other fear: you're afraid of being exposed as a hack or a fool or. A narcissist. Deletanto or narcissist. Like, oh, oh, I think I'm so good. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the things that I worry about when I'm, like, sharing things with Mm -hmm. the world. I'm just like, are they going to be like, why is she posting so many pictures? (laughs) Who does she think she is? Oh, she thinks she's good at taking a picture (laughs) of a tree? Oh, she thinks she's the only person who saw Autumn this year? (laughs) (laughs) yeah these are very i think these are really common fears Mm -hmm. i think i really liked how concise it was she like really nailed down pretty much everything that i was trying to think of i was Uh like oh yeah sorry what were you gonna say I i was gonna say like when it comes to these fears of like not having the skills or being exposed as not having the skills Mm -hmm. um i think it helps to the mindset that like nobody really cares as much as you do. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. That is uh, a comforting thought. Right. (laughs) Like nobody's thinking about you as much as you are thinking (laughs) about you. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, I do have to tell myself that too. And you know, when you post something on Instagram, they're glancing at it for like half a second and then Mm -hmm. moving on, Mm -hmm. you know, like they're not, they're not critiquing every little thing and they're just being like oh there's a picture oh there's another picture oh i like that picture and that's Mm -hmm. that's all there is to it they don't you know yeah Yeah. and even when when people even if people do pay more attention to like the picture or whatever Mm -hmm. they're likely comparing their own lack of skill to whatever skill they see in you Ooh, you know like well they're just i feel like that's more likely (laughs) That people, you know, people are just more likely to compare themselves to whatever they are seeing and find themselves coming up short than to find something wrong with what you're doing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's fair. When I'm being judgy, I'm really thinking about myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then there are other, I've had to tell me, (laughs) one thing I tell myself if I do make a mistake and it's like public thing, like I misspell something or I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, I'm always like, did someone die because I did this? <laughs> no. So I think yeah. I'm okay. Yeah. Like I have to put it in a pr- different perspective of like, yeah, it's fine. People yeah. will move on. They will. And if they don't, then they have bigger issues. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Embarrassment and, you know, doing making mistakes and stuff is all part of the process. Yes. You just have to remember that. 
All right. Any other fears that we really feel like need to be called out here? Oh, one that I really liked because it reminded me of when I was young. This was also on my fears that I've tackled list. (laughs) Um, You're afraid you're too old to start. I used to be afraid I was too old when I was like (laughs) 25. (laughs) It's like, oh, no, (laughs) I didn't do anything with myself during college. (laughs) I can't start now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've had both fears. I've like felt like I am too young to start on something like back in the day when I was a teenager or something. I was like, yeah. I can't write a book. <laughs> I'm only 16. But yeah. then now I'm like, why didn't I write a book back then? <laughs> <laughs> It'd be so I nice if I were already just, a published like, author. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> what was I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, so anyway, if anybody wants to know any of these other fears, like, look it up. (laughs) Is there a place Um, these are listed? So honestly, I just, it's in the book, Big Magic, but I just Googled Big Magic list of fears and I found it. So, I mean, it's basically like there are quotes from Big Magic and it was on one of those pages. But anyway, yeah. So they're all things to think about. And, you know, of course, the book goes into detail about, you know, how all of these are not really that important and he's just got to get over it and start doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So we've talked about fears and we've been, yeah. we've tackled honest. them. We've, we've tackled the fear of talking about her. <laughs> That's the first I mean, step. There was a chance this is going to turn into a really scary, like therapy session, mm. but it yeah. didn't. We're yeah. not, we're not emotional crying in the corner right now. So we did a great job. Um, So on that subject, we are going to talk more about creativity in our next post about how to live a more creative life. But before we move on today, we've got to talk about what projects we're going to be trying to work on until you hear from us next. So again, Amy, what do you have in the works? Well, I have been trying to make crochet myself something to wear. I do a lot of like small projects, like little bags, little pouches, Mm -hmm. you know, those kinds of things. But I've never actually made myself like a wearable cardigan sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So, you're gonna go full cardigan. Well, here's here's what I'm trying to do. So, like a year ago, I bought this yarn. It was like a knitting kit that came with yarn and a pattern, and I was gonna do that. It was gonna be like a sweater. Mm-hmm. I was excited. It's a pretty color. <laughs> and yeah. then after I got like a fair amount of the way through, I realized it was going to be too small. Like I think I ordered mm-hmm. the wrong size, you know, cause it yeah. was going to be fairly tight around and I don't want a tight sweater, you know, you like no, the oversized like loose bag. Yeah. yeah. So, mm-hmm. I, I, so that wasn't going to work. And so I was like, well, maybe I can find another pattern to use with this yarn. Mm-hmm. But because it was, because the pattern came with the amount of yarn that it needed, then I feel like I don't have enough yarn for a lot of the things that I would actually want to wear. And I also mm-hmm. realize that it's fairly thick yarn and it doesn't get that cold here. 
yeah. enough to wear like a thick, heavy sweater, you know? Mm-hmm. So what I'm trying to do is make kind of like a short sleeved oh. shawl-ish, oh, you know, like yes. kind of a big, just kind mm-hmm. of like a shrug yeah, short sleeve. I don't know. Just the like right a words lay- to like a layering it. kind of item, right? Because it's a pretty color. It with... It's soft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll wear with long up. sleeves. You could wear it with mm-hmm. short sleeves, tank top, right. even. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm trying to do. Very nice. That's, but I don't have exciting. like a specific pattern that I'm following, so I'm kind of making oh. it up, which is always kind of dangerous. This is mm. an Amy original. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see how it goes. <laughs> But that's what I've been working on here lately. Well, you're going to have to wear it for Christmas. (laughs) Okay. That's going to, that's my goal. That's a good goal. Goal for you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So what am I doing next? (laughs) I haven't thought about it. (laughs) I mean, honestly, I have plans to edit the pictures I took at Shaker Village. Mm -hmm. I met a lot of animals there. I got like great shots of some sheep and some cows Um, and some trees and a bridge. I mean, (laughs) it's a lot of much there, (laughs) but after that, you know, I still got to work on this house. So I've been doing a big purge of things. I have stuff I still need to get rid of. I got to go through my art room. That's probably going to be my big project that hopefully I'll be able to say I accomplished next time we record podcast Mm -hmm. because my art room, I've at least been using a lot of my supplies this year which is Mm -hmm. great, but it's a mess in there. I have just a ton of cardboard. I mean, I'm like a cardboard hoarder for some reason. (laughs) Cardboard and then also (laughs) I collect things that I think, oh, I could probably do craft out of that sometime. Mm -hmm. And then I just end up with a pile of cardboard and like empty plastic laundry detergent things. (laughs) Yeah. I think I'm going to have to make some Christmas ornaments out of that plastic. (laughs) I keep like every time I buy that at the end of it, when I get, when I run out of laundry detergent, I'm like, why did I get the plastic jug thing again? Because now I have a plastic jug that either I'm just going to throw in the recycling bin or I'm going to have to recycle on my own. And I just, I don't know why. I just feel weird about recycling, (laughs) like sending so many of those to the recycling bin. Like I need to make something out of this. (laughs) It's probably some kind of psychological disorder, but anyway, (laughs) I got to figure out what to do with that stuff in my art room. Mm. It's just a mess over there. That's the last corner of my house that I really like haven't dealt with yet. So there you go. That's my project. Thanks for listening to me as I figured it out. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I haven't really thought about this either, but I'll tell you one thing that I want to get into eventually. I don't know how I, when I stumbled upon pictures of miniature rooms, <laughs> I really want to get oh. into miniatures. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> like, like like make dollhouses kind of thing is that what you're kind thinking of. yeah they have like these kits that you can get i'm thinking i'll get a kit first and see if i actually like it i know what you're talking yeah. about did you ever go to that miniature room yeah part of the art institute i did i love mm-hmm. that yeah okay amy did you ever go to the art institute 
Yes. Yes. And I saw the miniature rooms the one time that I came and visited you there. Yeah. 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 So those are really cool. They are really cool and they can be really detailed. And yeah, Mm -hmm. I just am am fascinated by it just because there's so many little, little things in there. So, Mm -hmm. and I mean, maybe dollhouses eventually it'd be fun to like make those and sell them. You know, there's a dollhouse museum somewhere here in Kentucky. I saw it on. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. on TripAdvisor or something. <laughs> that was it. I, I have seen some really impressive dollhouses. Like I mean, people make them look better than real houses, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's really neat yeah. that, you, that you can make such detailed, tiny, mm-hmm. tiny things. And mm-hmm. like, I really like, I know that I personally, if I do get a home, when I do get a home, it probably won't look like a a dream home and I won't be able to furnish it like a dream home. So no. this could be an outlet. So, well, so I mean, short. I mean, you know, yeah, I know, you know, I could I mean, have, a, I can a, put all of my dream homes. More of an achievable project. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like a tiny version of something. <laughs> exactly. Sure. Yeah. So that's what I would want to eventually get into. I might yeah. do that in the, next month who knows you should just like make a tiny little chair yeah Yeah. i mean a lot of the stuff they make out of clay and just paint it Mm, yeah you can make little little things for a bookshelf yeah you can make books you can make little plants make little furniture plants oh make make like a tiny little rug yeah you can make rugs (laughs) (laughs) can make uh, cutlery you can All make sorts. Tiny I can make food. anything. That's the that's the fun thing about miniatures. You can make anything. They're just they're just little, just tiny. Yeah. <laughs> so mm. that's my goal. That sounds like a fun hobby. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You, ha- I mean, you had dollhouse. I had a dollhouse, and I remember getting American Girl magazines, and there was a time when they were selling those really tiny rooms did either of you do either of you remember that no i don't like these little diorama rooms they didn't have like dolls or anything they were just rooms and i would weird i looked at those (laughs) i spent a lot of time just looking at those pages because i was so interested it's weird without dolls it was kind of weird but it's weird for kids it's obviously that's what you're trying to do but i was really into it when i was a kid though i was I wanted to get those, but were they meant to have doll? Like, were they were meant, they meant to play for, with with a doll? Were they meant for the so. miniature dolls that the American Girls dolls had? Like how Samantha had a tiny little porcelain doll that she held. I mean, they were like modern rooms, though. Huh. I'll have to Google this and this. see. Not for can. Samantha's Victorian ghost doll, who was bald. <laughs> <laughs> Samantha that was just <laughs> for our for our for our listening audience. My American girl doll Samantha. First of all, she was rich and she had beautiful clothes and a fancy bed. And she had a porcelain doll, and her pers- porcelain doll's hair kept falling out. <laughs> so she ended up just being this bald porcelain doll. <laughs> Those are kind of creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of creepy. All right, so that's what we're going to be working on. We might have updates for you next time, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Or we might decide to change track halfway through the month and do something completely different. Um, but we'll find out in the future. So 
Um, let's see. Things to remind you of. Listener. <laughs> I don't want to be too demanding, but you better follow us on Instagram right now. Uh, <laughs> At Coos Collective. Coos Collective. And that's K-U-S-S. Um, collective. I'm not going to spell that out again. And um, also, if you are doing anything creative and you're listening to our podcast, a, a great way to show us that you're listening is to tag us in any pictures of your creative endeavors yeah. at home. We want to see. Yes, we do. Yeah. We want to see and we want to get inspired. And we might even call you out here on our next podcast. We'll be like, whoa, did you see what at this person did on Instagram? <laughs> yeah. At the very least, we'll leave an encouraging comment on your post. Yes, yeah, for sure. We will. All right. So that's about it for this week. Um, next or this month, next month, we are going to talk about living a more creative life. We got all kinds of great inspirational quotes and stuff that we're going to be sharing and it'll be so uplifting. Y'all won't even be able to stand so it. inspiring. You're going to, you're going to be listening to the podcast and you won't be able to stop yourself from creating something mm -hmm. right at that moment. You'll, you'll just look down and you're like, when did I get this piece of paper and this pencil and start drawing? When did I become Leonardo da Vinci? <laughs> Is this the Mona Lisa in front of me? <laughs> okay, I think it's time to go to bed. <laughs> All right, thank you, thank you everybody for listening to us. <laughs> Bye.